Hey everyone, and welcome to the God and My Girlfriends podcast, where we talk about how to nurture the most important relationships in our lives, our relationships with God, our friends, and with ourselves. So join us, won't you? Hey you guys, it's Monday, June the 21st, and yesterday was Father's Day. I hope you all got a chance to celebrate the wonderful dads in your in your lives yesterday on Father's Day. Um, our kids came over and we grilled out fajitas and got to just lift up my husband Mike a little bit yesterday, which he totally deserves because he is our rock. So... I love taking the time to let him know how special he is. Um, When we got married, (laughs) I was a twice-divorced single mom of two kids. And seriously, I I really wasn't sure that any other man was going to (laughs) want to take on me and all my my kids and ex-husbands. But man, I, I couldn't believe how beautifully he came in and loved us all so well and uh, yeah we were just so grateful that God sent him to us and I got the bonus of his daughter came into my life so I get to be a part of her life and so we've you know we've all made the merge of the 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 Brady Bunch merge his daughter my boys all the exes it's not easy all the time, but we do the best that we can and um, feel blessed, very blessed most of the time. You know, uh, I know some people don't enjoy holidays like Father's Day or Mother's Day because it can be very painful for several reasons. Number one, I mean, just family dynamics can be hard to navigate no matter what's going on. Like I just said, I mean, all three of our kids have other sets of parents along with, as they're growing, they have significant others and their sets of parents. So trying to navigate a little bit of time uh, with them can be difficult. And sometimes you just have to let it be what it's going to be. Sometimes you can all get together and sometimes you can't. But those family dynamics on any holiday, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, those can be challenging. Um, Another hard thing on Father's Day or Mother's Day is people that want to be parents and they're not yet, that hole that they feel in their life, what they think is missing, that can be really painful on those days. It can be painful when your parents have passed away, like mine. Uh, I've lost both my mom and my dad, and the first Mother's Day and the first Father's Day was definitely the hardest. Um, And I think other people that I know that have lost their parents will say the same thing. But even after all these years, my mom's been gone eight years now, my dad six, there's still this sadness there that you just miss them, you know? So... I'm getting a little choked up just talking about it. But that is another, you know, hard moment in these on these holidays. And then also, you know, if you have a bad relationship with a parent, it's just emphasized around these times. You know, it's just painful all around. And I know it is 
But, uh, you know, I think it's really important that if you fall into any of those categories and Mother's Day or Father's Day is painful for you, that you listen to your heart and your body and your mind and you do what you need to do if any of those factors play out around these holidays. It's okay to set good boundaries and protect yourself during hurtful times. It really is. So um, don't feel bad about that. And speaking of good boundaries, (laughs) our transition here, our special guest today is going to talk all about good self-care today. And boundaries is one of those things. You are going to love this conversation uh, that I had with my friend Petra Amrine. Petra is a registered nurse and an integrative health coach. She's going to tell us what that is later in the conversation because I wasn't sure what it was um, until recently. She is passionate about empowering women to learn true self-care, true self-care, not just manicures and bubble baths. Um, She is passionate about guiding them on their journey to health, happiness, and living their most authentic lives. Personally, I have learned a lot from her already, and I'm so grateful for her expertise in this area. So everyone get settled in and get ready for an inspiring and encouraging conversation with my friend, Petra Amrine. Welcome, Petra. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Marsha. I am so happy to be here. Oh, man. I um, I was just trying to think the other day, like how you and I initially got connected. I think I may have to out us as Survivor fans. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm okay being outed as a Survivor <laughs> fan. I still watch the show. We do too. We've been so miserable because they haven't been able to tape. And I miss it. I know all these years. Like I think from I don't know about you, but like we were in from season one. And oh yeah, we, yeah. And so I think you and I like met on Twitter. Correct. Correct. We were both like <laughs> talking about Survivor somehow. Yep. which is hilarious that that we were connected that way but yes my my friend Britt and I are big survivor fans and so usually like Wednesday nights Britt comes over to the house we make dinner we watch survivor it's a it's a big deal oh so, no yeah. everyone knows don't disturb me during survivor <laughs> I watch it live I watch it through the commercial I don't even I mean the commercials and everything I am like a fan I know <laughs> a couple of years ago I was on tour and it hit me that we were doing a show the night of the season finale. Oh, no. I know. And I was <laughs> like, I may have to sub out the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. But no, I didn't. I just had to watch it after the show. I had to do my show and then run to the bus. Okay. And <laughs> okay. Watch it. So well, before we get into our main topics, I always like to start every episode with the same question. I like to give um, my guests a little chance to let the listeners know about them a little bit, because before we got on, I did a little intro and I told everybody what you do, how fabulous you are. But but now I want to just ask you this question and your answer can be silly or serious or whatever, but what is one thing you would like our listeners to know about you, about Petra? 
I love that question. I think that's such a fun question. And I would have to say, um, so one thing I would want the listeners to know about me, this is a little, I don't know, it's just maybe telling about my personality is I've always wanted to live near the beach. I wanted to live near the ocean. Um, and I haven't in my life lived near the ocean, but I love going to the beach. It's my happy place. So last year at, you know, we were in the middle of the pandemic and things were so dreary. Um, I asked my husband, I, well, I kind of, we talked about it and I said, I want to, I want a beach in our backyard. I can't live at the beach, but I can live at the beach if we have a, if we have one. So I made a beach in my backyard and it is ginormous. <laughs> you and imported we, a beach. <laughs> we imported, uh, we made a beach. I had 10 tons of sand delivered <gasps> for my beach. Like it's a real deal beach. And there, you know, we have a fire pit and we have the chairs and we have tiki torches <laughs> I <laughs> and I have a beach. <laughs> if you can't go to the beach, bring yep. the beach to you. That mm -hmm. is awesome. You know, it just is like, I feel that we live our lives so much to be on vacation. Like we are just living our daily existence and then we're looking forward to our vacation so much where we're like, oh, that's when I can really live. That's when I can have fun. That's when I'm going to enjoy my life. And it was part of the process of like, I kind of want to enjoy my life every day. And I, want, I don't want to have to wait till I'm on vacation. And this is, makes me so happy to be at a beach. So it's, it was kind of just like a metaphor for a lot of different things of like bringing more joy and happiness into my life every single day and not waiting for it. Why, why am I waiting for something? Oh my gosh. I love that so much. It, mm -hmm. it reminds me a little bit about, oh, there was a saying going around, you know, a while ago about, you know, don't wait for a special occasion to use your good dishes or don't right. wait for a special occasion to wear that pretty dress. Like enjoy every day, like right. make the most of, do something fun and exciting every day. And I think you're right. I think we get in our little routines and we get into our, you know, work modes and we don't allow ourselves um, little joys. I found that people are either beach people or they're mountain people, mm -hmm. you, know, right. like, right. you know, and some people, most people say, oh, I like both of them, but, and I like both of them, but usually you have some place that tugs on your heart. I'm a mountain girl. I do love beach time with a pretty little drink in my hand. I won't lie. <laughs> that is what I love, but I could just, you know, I could spend hours and hours in the mountains and that's, that's probably how you feel about the beach. It is. I mean, I, I think that there's something so nourishing about either place, just being out in nature and yeah. just kind of having that it, it's just having that experience it's just so needed we just need that we do we do so we were saying a minute ago that you and I actually met online you and I haven't actually met face to face <laughs> yet but I we will yet. we it? will <laughs> but we met online and we bonded over our lover survivor but then we as we started getting to know each other a little bit more online, we were bonding over our, our common interest, our common uh, passion for helping women. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny how you can 
see other people posting things online that are right in line with kind of what you're thinking. And that's what I would see you posting. And I just felt such a commonality with you. Um, and you were gracious enough. I reached out and you came on to our God and my girlfriends, one of our Facebook lives last mm-hmm. year and everyone fell in love with you. So Aww, I was so excited you. that you could come back on because you had such great information and great advice about uh, women's right to self-care and how important that is. And I I believe that a lot of that started for you because of your own journey. You probably noticed your own bad habits. That's how it was for me. Like, oh man, you know, I've got to break these, these bad cycles of things. And so my first question to you is just like, what started you on this journey towards self-discovery, understanding yourself and, and self-care? So it was a number of years ago um, and my kids were all older and left the house and I was an empty nester and it wasn't so much that experience that people have of like, now what, what do I do? I was a mom. Now I feel like I'm not mothering anybody. I mean, I got a dog, so I still felt like I was mothering somebody, but it was more like becoming aware of who I really am and what I, what I do my, the patterns that I had that were no longer serving me. So I, it was really a matter of becoming aware of what I was doing. What I was doing was what I had always been doing ever since I was little, I was a good girl. Like I was a good girl. So I was the peacemaker in my family and I always wanted there to be peace and no conflict. And I always wanted to make everyone around me happy. And so that just, I thought that was great. Like, I just thought that was a wonderful thing, way to be. And it was to an extent, but as I got older, I realized that I was doing too much. Mm -hmm. I was saying yes to everyone. I couldn't say no. If I said no, I felt so guilty. And so I just became more aware of like, I don't have any energy anymore. Where am I spending all this energy? I have nothing like I'm just not happy and in just being me. Like I didn't even know who I was sometimes because I was always just going, 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 doing, doing, doing. And so it was really a journey of self-discovery and like, why am I feeling like I need to take care of absolutely everyone else in my life leaving nothing left for me. I didn't really know what self-care was. Like, I didn't really know. I knew how to take care of others, but I didn't know that it was important for me to take care of myself. I thought that was like a mani-pedi or a bubble bath. Like, I thought that was self-care. And like, oh yeah, for two minutes in the bath, I feel wonderful. And then the phone would ring and I'd be off like answering the phone. Can you do this? Can you do that? Yes, of course I can. And that was, you know, so I was, it was just an awareness of a certain way of being that really was not good for me. I was not taking care of myself. I was becoming physically unwell. I wasn't happy. I was spreading myself too thin. I was just losing myself in like doing all of this for other people. And it was just kind of like, why, you know, why don't I feel like alive and joyful and full of ease? Like, 
I thought I was doing all the right things. And yet I wasn't feeling good inside. Hmm. So that's kind of how it started. And I started to see a therapist at that time. And I started to really work on me for a change to work on me, which felt really, really strange and very uncomfortable. I think a lot of women feel that way. They feel like self-care is selfish. They Mm -hmm. feel like self-care is an indulgence of some kind, you know, Mm -hmm. rather than a necessity. Um, when you, did you feel like you're, I'm a big believer in therapy? I will say years ago, I wasn't so much cause I had a bad experience with Ooh. a therapist years ago. And so I, I was a little hesitant, but a few years ago I found myself it's in similar shoes as you mm-hmm. and did start going to a, a very well recommended therapist. And, um, that's when I started kind of understanding my own bad mm-hmm. uh, habits that I had gotten into. Is that, was that really the beginning for you Was therapy as well? It really was the beginning for me because the therapist would ask me, how do you like tune inward? She tune inward and see how you feel. What are you feeling right now? What do you need? And that practice of, and she would say, just do that routinely through your day because I would never have, I hadn't done that before. I hadn't really tuned in to figure out how do I feel? How do I feel right now? And what actually do I need right now? Mm. And so the practice of doing that became kind of, um, that was, that was extremely eye opening for me to realize that I never asked for what I needed because I didn't really even know what I needed. Mm. So tending to my own needs and getting over the feeling of guilt for doing that was huge and also amazing, amazing (laughs) (laughs) at the same time. Oh, I get it. I totally get it. I was just writing a little chapter in my book about self-care and, and I was talking about how, you know, we do, we all have needs. Every single person on this planet has needs that need to be met. So you can either you know, take your own self-care and your own needs into your own hands Mm -hmm. and try to meet those needs or somebody else is going to have to meet those needs. Mm -hmm. So really, when you look at it that way, you're taking the burden off someone else to be the one to to try to care for you, make you happy, make you feel Mm -hmm. fulfilled, all those little things. And you're by taking it on yourself, it's actually, you know, the, the most less selfish thing you could do. That's such a good way of looking at it. And also, I feel that no one else in the end can really do it for us. I mean, can really fulfill us or make us happy or do any of those things. That has to come from the inside. And really, we need to do those things for ourselves. Um, And you're so right about, I mean, I think part of it as good girls, like that's kind of how I, I just feel that women are just such we want to be good. We don't want to burden anyone. We don't want to like make anybody upset with us, but, but you're so right about taking the burden off of them to care for us. That's a great way to kind of a different perspective where, Oh, okay. You're right. (laughs) That, that, that I, I can do that for myself and take it off somebody else. Right. Because I mean, like I said, we're not huge superhumans. 
We have mm-hmm. needs that need to be met as well. And if they aren't met, then what happens? We end up crashing and burning somehow exactly. or another. And then oh, yeah. somebody, you know, <laughs> even I was talking to Mike about an upcoming tour and it's really long. And I was trying to decide if I could do the whole thing or if I should just do part of it. And um, as I'm getting older, I'm trying to learn that I have a little more limits with what I can do energy mm-hmm. physically, you know, I can't do what I used to could do. And, but I was also thinking the last time I went and pushed myself so hard beyond what I really knew I should have, he was the one that was picking up the pieces when I came home, you know, mm-hmm. he was the one that was taking care of me. Cause I was just, I was just done. I was just spent. Yep. So I'm like, okay. In thinking about what's best for me, I'm also thinking about what's best for him Mm-hmm. in the process too, because when I'm healthy, mm-hmm. it helps them as well. Right. Oh, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. And there's so many, there's so many aspects to that. So to the story that you just told about you pushing yourself, you pushing, 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 because I think that's what we do. We push, mm-hmm. push, push. We ignore those warning signals that yes. your body and your mind were giving you. I am sure your body was giving you warning signals. Yes. And we just ignore them because we just think we have to push through. And those signals, they can start out very quiet and we're not paying attention. They get a little louder maybe we pay a little attention, they get louder still and louder and louder and louder until they are screaming at us <laughs> or they cause us to just like stop. And, and like they, we are, ha- I mean, we can't move because. Yes. And so I feel the, you know, why don't we just start at the beginning when they're just whispers? Part of self-care is listening to the whispers, listening to the whispers of what you need what your body is telling you. So the body is always talking to us. It's always talking to us. We live in our mind. We are living in our mind and we're just like (laughs) carrying our body along for the ride. Wow. And we just think we're separate, but it's one. We are one. And if we only could turn our chatter in our mind down, just turn it down for a little bit. It's really loud in there. (laughs) We're constantly having this mind chatter, but just part of what I coach is turning the volume down and turning in to your body and listening to what your body is telling you. It is so wise. Your body always knows and it is whispering to you. And if we listen to the whispers, that's when we know what we need to be doing, Mm. where we need to be going, what direction, what is it that I need? Let me, let me listen and then do that thing. Oh, I love that. I love that. Listen to the whispers. Mm-hmm. Don't make it, you know, scream at you, right? Because it, it, it will scream <laughs> at you. <laughs> Absolutely. It will. Hey friends, we're taking a little break to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by God and my girlfriend's ministries, which is a nonprofit that helps women in all walks of life. Women helping women be everything God created them to be. That's our mission. We have online Bible studies and book clubs, a single mama's ministry, live events, workshops, as well as this podcast. If you'd like to support our mission or become involved with any of our programs, go to our website, which is www.godandmygirlfriendsonline.com. 
there you can message us about getting involved or support us by donating to help us help others. All donations are 100% tax deductible as we are a certified 501c3 nonprofit. You can also find us on one of our socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're everywhere, and we love hearing from you guys. So reach out when you can, and let us know how we can serve you or someone you know. And now, back to the conversation. So we were talking about your self-care journey that you, you know, uh, got to a place in your life where you really needed to look inside and figure out how you can be a better you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some point you made that shift and decided to actually turn this into a way that you could help other women mm-hmm. and you became an integrative health coach. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, I did. that is for me actually kind of a new term. I mean, I'm even just like life coaches, health coaches, these things are sort of new in my circle and they may be for some of the listeners here. So can you explain what an integrative health coach is? Mm-hmm. Yes. So an, an integrative health coach, integrative means that it's all connected, mind, body, spirit, actually everything, your environment, your relationships, every aspect of your life is um, part of how you are health-wise, mental health, emotional health, physical health. It's all related. Mm. So integrative health coaching is just helping you recognize kind of what's going on in your life and the areas in which you may want to make some changes so that your emotional, mental, or physical health can improve. So I just kind of work with, I, I love to work with women. So my, my, my passion is to help women who are exhausted because they have spread themselves too thin like I did and have given their energy away in, in ways they don't even know that they've given their energy away. And they, they kind of have forgotten who they really are at their core, who their authentic self is. And so I love to help women reconnect with that person and to recognize and celebrate that person that's there. Because what truly we need is every single woman to be empowered to be her authentic self and show up to the world as that person. That is who the world needs. The world doesn't need you to be saying yes to everyone and then being exhausted and also starting to resent the fact that you've been saying yes to everyone. You say yes, yes, yes to someone. They are going to take, take, take. I mean, you're doing that to all these people and they're taking, taking, taking. And you're like, I'm the best person. I'm giving, giving, giving. And then all of a sudden it is going to happen that you get resentful. Mm -hmm. You start to resent the fact that nobody's giving you anything in return. You're not being recognized. People aren't just coming up to you and giving, giving, giving. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. 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 And so what I love to do is work with women to kind of figure out ways. It's a lot about reprogramming. It's mainly about reprogramming, rewiring the brain in a way that you, you start to behave differently. We break you out of the old habits. Becoming aware of the habit is number one, becoming aware of your actions mm. and then giving you strategies to <laughs> learn how to say no without feeling like, all the guilt in the world. Yeah, I, 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 this is a common 
thing that I hear from, from the women around me that are stuck in these areas. Um, what are some of the most common hurdles that you find women struggling to get over in order to find this sense of freedom and this new found place? I think one of the biggest struggles at first is to recognize that, that it can be different. I think just become becoming aware of the fact that you have been living your life a certain way and you're used to that certain way. And it's actually not what you really want. And admitting that just becoming aware that that it's okay. It's okay to say, I don't really, I'm not happy right now. I, I need something else for me. Just be, just giving yourself permission to want something different. So that's one, I think a huge hurdle is what we talked about. Just kind of recognizing that, saying no is not the end of the world and how to navigate that whole situation, those situations. Conflict is a big one. Women, uh, a lot of times avoid conflict mm, yeah, and because we don't want to make someone upset with us. We want to be liked by everybody. It stresses us out. So we might avoid conflict and I guarantee you, if you avoid conflict, you're going to get some whispers <laughs> coming up in your body. And also, when you have strategies to work through a conflict in a way in which that is healthy, that relationship, you have a conflict with a person. If you are bringing your authentic, truthful self to that person and working through and resolving a conflict, when you come out the other side, your relationship is going to be stronger. I guarantee it's going to happen. You are right. You are right. Yep. Yep. Yes, I've seen that in my my own world. Um, are you familiar with the Enneagram at all? I am, and I'm not as familiar as you are. I know I I don't know it enough to speak. To well, it. it just and you know it's just another self discovery tool that some people mm -hmm. use. It's uh, there's a million ways to do it, but uh, you know one of the uh, numbers is a nine, which is what I am, which is the mediator, the peacemaker. Mm -hmm. And we are the worst with conflict. Like we, uh, we want peace. So we avoid conflict at all costs. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that peacekeeping and peacemaking are two totally different things and that you actually have to find your voice and speak up in order to get to true peace. Otherwise you're just putting everything under the rug until one yep. day you're just going to explode, which is what I found myself doing. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. That's so true. That's so true. And you explode at such a, like something totally unrelated and random. <laughs> that <laughs> is, does that what happens? Yeah, oh yeah. And, and usually, you know, I blow up at my husband or my kids over something that's little because mm -hmm. I haven't been able to process and deal with other conflict in my life. And it's just right. like festering there right? because I don't right. have the tools. So people like you that offer coaching to people, mm -hmm. it's become, I think, so invaluable. I know more and more women that are finding uh, real relief Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just relief is what it is. Oh my gosh. It's relief. So when I, my favorite, favorite thing is when I am coaching a woman and she just says to me, usually just kind of crying with relief. And she says, I feel so much lighter. Mm. Oh, I just love that. 
just to feel lighter, to feel more at ease in your life, to allow that feeling of just lightness and joy, ease and flow. I call it ease and flow. That's how I want women to go through their lives with ease and flow. That's Ooh. what I'm trying. I'm trying so well. Like I want every single woman to be empowered to make the changes in their in her life so that she goes through her life with ease and flow. Is there like one place that you would tell somebody to start? Like if you were just talking to someone, it's like, all right, there's one little thing that you can do that immediately, they would immediately find some relief in their life if they just did one thing. Could you give us one tip today? Uh, okay. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. <laughs> I know because it is, I know it's an individual, like on an individual basis, right? Because mm -hmm. self-care people say, well, what is self-care? It kind of depends upon mm -hmm. that person, right? Right. It does depend on the person. I think there are some things that are universal in that one way to bring immediate kind of Relief in any situation is through, I come back to the body. I always am coming back to the body, but through breathing. So self-care involves so many different things, but it really is a matter of actually physically taking care of yourself in physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And so an easy practice, no matter what is going on in your life, is to come into the present moment because in the present moment you will find peace and you will find stillness because there's chaos, there's constant chaos in our lives. And so finding stillness and peace gives you a breath, uh, just like a breath of like relief and fresh air for two seconds. And we all need that. So what I do, I do this so many times a day. I'm a firm believer in breathing slowly, but, but I physically take both my hands and place them on my heart. Mm. that calms your nervous system down immediately. Close your eyes and take a breath in and slowly let it out. And maybe do two or three breaths like that and just be still. Oh my gosh, I'm doing that with you and I felt it immediately. It's amazing. I love that one. That's my, I, I, people are just like, I have my hands on my heart so much during the day. People must think I feel like <laughs> it just feels so good. It just feels like it brings me back to the present constantly. No matter how many times I do it, I just feel, okay, here I am. Here I am. I'm at oh peace right gosh. this moment. You know what it's, what's neat is, and I was trying to scribble this down as you were talking you mentioned four things like taking care of yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, right? Mm -hmm. Like that that one little act to me, it sort of centers me spiritually. It mm -hmm. centers me physically, emotionally. It like kind of hits all of it. It does, doesn't it? It's a beautiful exercise. Oh, I'm so glad it resonated with you. It totally did. Like, I mean, just as soon as I did it, I was like, I just felt like I was in my body. I just felt calmer and I felt like I was here in my body and in tune with myself. And it just felt like I was giving myself a little love for a minute. Yes, was, yes. <laughs> that's so Hi. awesome. I love that. I love oh, that. So you do like individual coaching, like one-on-one -on -one coaching, mm -hmm. correct? But then you also do like groups. Yes. So I do individual coaching and I also do, um, I have a 12 week small group coaching. I don't let the groups get too big, but it's a small group coaching where I've partnered with 
this uh, man has, he's developed a way, it's called positive intelligence. It's a way of, I just spoke, I touched on it briefly earlier, but a system of rewiring your brain. So in order to make lasting change, we really, it's all uh, based on neuroplasticity. It's rewiring your brain so that you don't go into the automatic patterns that you've had all your life that are no longer serving you. Mm. So we all do that. And it's because we have self-sabotaging behaviors that we're not aware of. Um, and we all have a judge. We have a judge that talks to us all the time, <laughs> oh, all day. We in sure our do. Oh. <laughs> and that judge is mean. That judges me, but we believe him or her. Like a lot of times we don't even question what that thought was. We don't even realize, oh, that's my judge. That's not true. So this 12-week program is just an amazing way to fast track rewiring your brain, recognizing your self-sabotaging behaviors, recognizing that judge, calling him out. It's based on neuroplasticity. It's creating new neural pathways. And at the essence of the program is coming home to your own wisdom, the sage in you that knows better than the judge, Mm. relying on that essence to guide you versus any of those other saboteurs or the judge or any of that way. It is rewiring your brain to come home to your sage and live life from that place. It's pretty powerful. (laughs) It sounds amazing. Oh my gosh. I love just that term of like, we have our own little sage. If -hmm. we can just get in touch with Mm -hmm. him, her, it, whatever you want to call it. Yes. Um, Yeah. And get the judge. The judge. judge. I've never, never heard it called that, but I totally I think we all, everyone listening knows what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. And and the interesting thing is we have our own judge judging us all the time. But also, we might not be as aware of the fact that we judge others mm-hmm. and we judge circumstances. So we're constantly judging and labeling things as bad mm-hmm. or negative. Mm-hmm. When in fact, they're just, it is what it is, you know, but we put these labels on, which causes us all this negativity, and so it doesn't, ha- it just doesn't not have to be like that. It does not have to be that way. Wow. So these groups you're talking about, mm-hmm. um, are they, do they start like every so often? Are they, or, or can someone, if a group of people wanted to do it together, could they mm-hmm. just contact you or how does it exactly oh, work? Yes, absolutely. So um, when I get people together, I kind of form the groups. Um, it's sort of uh, the start dates are, um, I usually do it once a month, but it, it, it depends. A group of women, if they want to start together, it's a group of friends and they want to do it. Absolutely. They can go through the 12 weeks together. And they can find out all about that on your website. Yes. Yes. Which is. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll put a link. Okay. okay. I <laughs> no, I, I would give the right. I think, no, you better give the link. Okay. Yeah. Show notes, people look in the show notes. <laughs> Or wow. I will, 
I will find it and I will Thank add it you. on to the end of this uh, episode for Thank sure. Thank you, we'll, Marcia. We'll put people on there. Yes. <laughs> so we will get you on there. So um, for individual or group. Yes, exactly. It, the information's there. They can also contact me. Um, you know, I'm on Instagram. They can call. I'm on Facebook, but I'm not a good Facebook user. So I would not suggest contacting me that way. Most people I, I find finding Instagram a lot mm-hmm. I started to say healthier. It just feels like, you know, I just see uh, it's a, it's different content than Facebook. Facebook is just, yeah, yeah. I think there's a different vibe to Instagram. It yeah. doesn't, it's I, my I, favorite. Yeah, me too. So I will definitely link your Instagram. I'll link your website. Oh, wonderful. Uh, Those will be in the show notes and we will talk about that um, because I, I know that, I know that you're going to help so many people. And that's one of the things when I started this podcast, I said, I want to be able to put a spotlight on some of my friends, some of these amazing women like you who are out there taking their gifts and their passions and their skills and using them to make this world a better place and help others. And I am so proud of you. I just think, Oh, Marcia, thank you. I am. I am so proud of you. And, you know, we talk a lot about in this group about seasons, you know, in the seasons mm-hmm. of our lives and um, the fact that you recognize this kind of new season and decided, okay, you know, my kids are grown and raised and, you know, and I'm going to not only just like get my own life together, but then take your skills that you've learned and help other people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's got to feel good for you too, right? Oh, it feels so good. It feels so good just because, you know, I know personally, I feel so much better. I feel so much better. And why wouldn't I want that for other women? I want all women to feel like their life can be ease and flow and joy. It's possible. Yes. I just want it for everyone. Well, you are making a difference, my friend. Aww, so much of a difference. You. And even just, even you guys, if you just find her on Instagram and follow her on there, because she's always got such great content on mm-hmm. there and positivity and little things that you can just take throughout your day. And so I know that you're going to really love to connect with her. So All right, girl, I'm going to let you go. Thank you again for coming on and giving us your time today. You're amazing. Oh, you are so, so welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And one of these days, we're going to end up in the same city and we're going to get to hug each other's necks. (laughs) Yes, we are. I can't wait. (laughs) And and Survivor starts in September. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, girl, we'll talk soon. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ease and flow. Doesn't that sound amazing? (laughs) Man, if you are craving some ease and flow in your life, then you need some Petra. And I did find out her website. It's petraamrine.squarespace.com. I will put a link in the show notes, though, so it's really easy for you to get to. And on Instagram, you can just find her at the happy peach. (laughs) I love that. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I just feel inspired after talking with her. That's why I love having people like Petra in my life, because it's instant inspiration when I bump into her, whether it's in real life, on the phone, or 
uh, on a podcast taping or if it's just seeing what she posts on social media. She always just brings light and love and joy and encouragement. So I am so grateful to her and for her. All right, that's it. Thank you guys again for joining us. Please go rate and review our podcast if you can. That helps us so much with those pesky little algorithms, getting people to find us. So if you could do that, I would be so grateful. And until next week, I hope you guys um, take care of yourselves, indulge in a little bit of self-care, and just be well. See you next Monday on the God and My Girlfriends podcast. Bye.